Well, another year is in the bag and lots of bikes of the year are being posted. How about for us, the great PNWMTB? What's our bike of the year? Now, before we get started, you might ask, what year are we talking about? Because although they were all released in 2021, three of the four bikes we're going to talk about are pretty much unavailable. So logically, you can make an argument that they're just as likely to be bike of the year for 2022. Okay, so obviously all lists like this are highly subjective, but I thought it'd be fun to focus on bikes that do well here for a reason. You know, we have a great mix of loam, junk, and gnar going on, and also high country classic single track and a growing number of bike park type purpose-built trails. The word that comes to mind is versatility. If you love all day cross-country rides at elevation with endless single track, like at Sun Valley or Winthrop or Oak Ridge or Bend, but you also like bombing down spicy jank at Tiger Mountain, Black Rock, Chuckanut, while putting in some bike park laps at Duthie or Silver Mountain or Galbraith, you get the idea. You're going to want a bike that can handle all that varied terrain, if one even exists. If one does exist, well, hey, there you've got your PNW MTB bike of the year. So let's start by asking, could a short travel bike fill this bill? Now you're going to say, you know, why even bother? You really expect to ride down Xanadu or physical therapy on an XC or downcountry bike? Well, all I can say is uh, it's been done. Uh, it isn't everyone's cup of tea, but some of us think short travel bikes on PNWNR are actually more fun. The focus is more on skill and technique than just plowing over stuff. Uh, but if you want to, want to feel the trail under you and pilot the bike rather than the bike piloting you, short travel is your game. Besides, short travel bikes are adapting. They're getting longer and slacker. Their angles are trending toward their longer travel cousins. Purely from a handling standpoint, the disparity is much less than they used to be. So here's our short travel bike of the year, the Pivot Trail 429. Now the trail came out at the beginning of the year, so it hasn't gotten as much attention recently as newer releases, um, but this bike really seems made for the wide range of PNW riding. Pivot slack in the head angle, the 66.5, and steep in the seat angle, the 75.5. Uh, all these, uh, by the way, are for large uh, bikes uh, sizes. Uh, while rejiggering uh, the shock placement and fine-tuning the DW-Link suspension, which I've always liked for its liveliness and response, I haven't spent a lot of time on this version of the trail, but uh, you know, I traded bikes with another rider at Raging River last spring, and I was blown away by how you could catch air and eat up chunk while still climbing like a gazelle. This trail stretch out it stretches out really well it's got a 475 millimeter reach and, but it keeps the chain stays at a tight 430 millimeter and for you know 80 to 90 percent of pnw mtb trails it's a great choice the other reason the trail gets the nod here has to do with fit and finish it's underrated a lot of reviewers don't even mention it but it ends up being really important to riders who are shelling out their hard-earned cash. You want a bike that's, you know, going to hold up. Um, I'm seeing more quality control issues these days. Frames arriving with chips and scratches, loose bolts, leaky seals. 
I've owned three pivot bikes over the years, and their attention to detail is impressive, even if it doesn't get them a lot of attention. And as an added plus, you can actually get your hands on this bike. We're lucky to have one of the nation's leading pivot dealers right here in the PNW, Bothell Ski and Bike. Uh, I've got links below um, to, um, to them with the phone number. Um, check them out. There's another short travel bike that deserves mention, you know, Rocky Mountain's new element. So it's a slammer of a bike. Uh, it's, a, it's a slacker, lighter bike, comes in at 25 pounds. And it fits the all-around definition um, as well as any 120-millimeter bike could be expected to do. You're looking at a 65-degree head angle, a 76-degree seat angle, a 436-millimeter chain stays, and a 475 reach. Uh, plus, those numbers can be tweaked with flip chip adjustments. The only problem is actually obtaining one. Dealers report that unavailability may extend clear into 2023. You know, the ones I talked to said, you know, put your name down on the list now and keep your fingers crossed that one comes in. Now, you can check here uh, in the Seattle area with Ride Bicycles or Northwest Bicycle. Again, links are below. So what about the other end of the spectrum, long travel bikes? You know, this is an ever more crowded category with bikes like the Norco Range and the Kona Process drawing lots of kudos for maintaining responsive feel while still sucking up any jank the PNW can throw at them. But a clear winner emerged this year, turning enough heads to make it our long travel bike of the year. We're talking the Transition Spire. You know, the Spire is a cushy 170 millimeter fore and aft, and of course, some riders are throwing on 180 millimeter forks onto the front end. These are getting really close to downhill bike numbers, but you know what enables Aspire to stay in the enduro mix that is, it can still climb surprisingly well given those uh, travel numbers, is it's shake my head geometry. <laughs> 62.5 degree head angle, 71.1 degree seat angle. You know, these angles combined with the longish chain stays, 446, 448 millimeter, you know, they make up for a super long wheelbase of up to 1322 millimeter. You know, I'm not even sure I can, my hitch rack would take that. But, you know, they keep the reach at a decent 480, 485 millimeter, again, all for size large. You know, the Spire is a statistical head-scratcher, but it all adds up to a monster squish ride that can still pedal uphill, and, you know, you can throw the bike around. It's not just comfortable, but it's got some punch to it as well. An added bonus is an affordable, albeit heavier, aluminum version, and you can actually get hold of the aluminum a lot easier. Um, a couple of friends who put in orders recently for the carbon spires were given fall 2022 delivery dates. That's right, nine months out. Aluminum frames are much more available and maybe worth picking up if, if only because at least you get the season in for riding. But if you are set on a carbon spire, try ordering through Bellingham's Fanatic Bike Shop. You, you have to do a custom build and that's gonna put you in upcharge territory, but at least you'll actually have a bike to ride. Fanatic does a lot of online business, but its retail shop is, a, is just a killer for eye candy, gear hunting, chatting with people who know stuff. Um, again, the links are below. Uh, if you're in Bellingham, be sure and drop in and visit it. 
So that's the long and the short of it. Um, but but wait, we, we haven't talked about mid-travel. Aggressive trail, all mountain, light enduro. It's the most popular category mountain biking has to offer. Well, how about a bike with 150, 160 travel that is faster than the speed of light, capable of climbing tall mountains in a single bound? Look, up in the air. It's an arrival. So this tiny Kamloops BC company called We Are One, and known largely for carbon rims among the cognoscente, decided to make a bike. And it's got a lot of special stuff going for it. The numbers are on the aggressive side, but not over the top. 475 millimeter reach, 437 chain stays, 64 head angle, 77 seat angle. And there's a couple of other numbers that you won't find associated with mountain bikes in general. 99% of raw materials used to make this bike are within a 500 mile radius of headquarters. It's like local sourcing. Uh, they make the whole bike on site. Each one is their own precious creation. It's guaranteed for life and the quality is unsurpassed. It's a spectacular bike just to look at, especially in attention to detail, fit, and finish. It's turning a lot of heads. There are only two real in-depth reviews out, and I haven't actually ridden one yet, of course, although I do have one on order, and you can bet I'll be doing future in-depth reviews. But I like what We Are One is doing. The, the company's worth supporting, if only for its emphasis on quality and local sourcing. And you know, if the bike ride lives up to its advanced billing, hey, it deserves to be PNW and to be bike of the year for 2021, 2022, pick a year, any year. This is gonna be a great bike. So that's it. Have a great 2022, and I hope to see you riding your own personal bike of the year.